Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. It has finally happened. Baker Mayfield is no longer with the Cleveland Browns. He is with the Carolina Panthers traded late yesterday afternoon. In case you didn't hear, it is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. So, how does this situation now play out in Carolina with Sam Darnold already there with Matt Corral having been drafted in the third round by the Panthers this past year. Right now, we go to the phones. We welcome in David Newton, ESPN Panthers NFL Nation reporter, who joins us right now. David, we appreciate the time. Thanks so much for checking in with us. We know it's a busy time for you. So lay the groundwork for us on how this finally got done, this deal that has been rumored for so long. Yeah, I mean, the Panthers have really made no secret about the fact they wanted to add a veteran quarterback to to the quarterback room after losing out on the Sean Watson sweepstakes. So they they actually tried to make a trade for Mayfield uh, during the draft. Uh, didn't work out. The Browns wanted to pay only about just under uh, $4 million of, of Mayfield's salary at that point. The Panthers were looking for them to pay about 75% of Mayfield's salary. So they couldn't get a deal done then. They didn't feel a sense of urgency at that point, so they went ahead and drafted Matt Corral. And then as they got into off-season workouts and they got into the uh, mandatory minicamp, they, they still started talking again and saying, hey, we want to get this and revisit this. So ultimately it came down to Baker willing to to eat basically $3.5 million of his deal for this year. And the Browns stepping up and paying, I think, like two ten point five million of the deal. So the Panthers are only out about four point eight five million dollars. So uh, it really, it really came down to the Panthers felt like they needed him. They felt like he was a guy that could help them uh, take their quarterback play to more consistent play and and create some competition for Darnold. And um, it all just kind of worked out. And Cleveland was kind of stuck in a rock in a hard place there because they really had to move Mayfield and the Panthers were one of the few teams that were showing a lot of interest. So this this kind of was a, a almost a foregone conclusion that was going to happen at some point. David, what's the mood down in Charlotte with the Carolina Panthers fan base? How are they receiving the news that Baker Mayfield just got traded for? I think it creates a little bit of energy here. Um not a great deal. I think there's some skepticism saying a lot of people don't know if he's that much better than Sam Darnold. And I think a lot of people are still, were kind of hanging on to the hope that Cam Newton could make a comeback and and play again here this this year. That's not going to happen, but uh, Cam, Cam has a huge fan following here and really popularity has exceeded any player I've ever seen in, in this community. So um, from that standpoint, I think Baker's got a lot to prove to a lot of people. I, and starting with his offensive coordinator, Ben McAdoo, who, by the way, back in 2018, rated him number six among the quarterbacks going out in the draft and, and didn't think he was a pro-style quarterback. 
That's rough. That's rough to walk in the door and know that that's the case. It is Chris Carlin, Chris Canty, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, joined by David Newton, ESPN's NFL Carolina Panthers reporter. Uh, David, is this is this going to be a true competition, or do the Panthers see Baker as their starter when he walks in the door? They say it's a true competition, but I believe they see Baker as, as the starter when he walks in the door. I don't think Baker came down or is coming here with any intent to be anything but the starter. So, I, again, they, they, they feel like that Sam has shown some improvement during the offseason. They've been McAdoo's work with the footwork. He's a big foot, footwork guy, and they think that's going to help. Um, and if Sam goes out and proves he's a better quarterback in preseason, I, I guess they could go that direction. And um, I, I've talked to some other people who said, "Don't don't forget that Sam's still got a shot." So uh, they they're they're pushing that competition button. That's what they've been trying to create at every position. But again, um, Baker's a guy that he's actually won a playoff game. He's had success in the NFL. Sam Darnold's never had success really in the NFL. And, and so I think that's why they, they felt like they had to make a change here. So, again, you can, you can call it what you want, but I, I think right now if they're 1A and 1B, Baker's 1A. David, how does the acquisition of Baker Mayfield affect the expectations on Matt Rule coming into this season? Because it feels like in 2022 he's walking into this upcoming season on one of the hottest seats around the National Football League. I think the seat's hot, but I don't think it's as hot as it was uh, coming right after the 2021 season. Um, David Tepper, the owner, spoke to some reporters shortly after the season ended, and he he kind of stressed the fact, kind of went back to what he said when he first hired Matt Rule, that this could take three, four, five years to get turned around, and getting that quarterback was going to be key. So you didn't get the sense that that, that that he was really putting Matt under the gun. You almost got the sense that he was giving Matt the, the latitude to, hey, if you don't succeed this year, we're not going to automatically fire you. But I do think Matt Rule has to show improvement. They've got to win more than five games this year. Uh, they, they can't look as bad as they did in some of the games this past couple of seasons. So if they can get to that eight, uh, maybe nine win plateau, I, I think they have, a, you know, he's probably going to be safe for another year. And they feel like they've done things that go, they're going the right direction right now. I mean, they've revamped their coaching staff. They've revamped a lot of other positions. If they can keep Christian McCaffrey healthy, I think whoever's quarterback's got a shot this year. David, appreciate the time and the insight. Thanks very much. Thanks, guys. David Newton, ESPN NFL Carolina Panthers reporter. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. I believe he's got a good shot to save it, to save his career, to make the Panthers a little bit more competitive and maybe win seven games, eight games on the high end if he has the healthy McCaffrey that David was just talking about. Chris, he has to get back to what he was in 2020. And I fully believe that's possible for Baker Mayfield. It's possible, Carlin, but he's going to have to be more of a false multiplier because think about it. He's not going to have the supporting cast around him in Carolina that he did with Cleveland in 2020. He's just not. And so that's the one thing that's an area of concern for me is how good is Baker Mayfield at being able to elevate the talent that's around him. Now, the one thing that I do think bodes well for him is that his future – as a starting quarterback in the National Football League is also tied to his head coach's job security. And so for Matt Rule and Baker Mayfield, this is a show-improved season in 2022, and they both need each other 
if they want to stick around in Carolina beyond this season. So I, I think that's fascinating when you look at that angle of it. But it's clear that the Carolina Panthers felt like they needed to upgrade the quarterback position and that they weren't comfortable going into the season with Sam Donald and Matt Corral. And so, Carlin, for me, I, I think it's going to be an open competition because that's how you have to frame things. But ultimately, Sam Donald is going to give way to Baker Mayfield. He's going to be the starting quarterback when the Panthers roll out their week one against Guess who? The Cleveland Browns. <laughs> it is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. At the very least, it's entertainment right out of the gate in week one. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs. For protection on the road and on the water, see how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Is Baker Mayfield capable of saving his career, and being a franchise quarterback still in the league. Hit it up, hit us up, rather, on the phone lines at 888-SAY-ESPN. Canty and Carlin up next. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Chris. Aaron Rodgers. Did you see he got a tattoo? I did not. Yeah, Good good for him. We'll talk about why Aaron Rodgers preaching patience is among the most fraudulent things you can do. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Greeny, the podcast. Mysterious music, and I get it, because we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. So during the break, did you get a chance to see the new tattoo yet? For I Aaron saw Rogers? the new tattoo, Carlin, and I got to say, I'm more confused about Aaron Rodgers than I've ever been. Exactly. It's, it's a lion facing another lion that happens to be roaring. Yep. There's a picture of an ocean on there. You got constellations. You got the open eye. And it feels, it feels like Aaron Rodgers is announcing to the world that he's a part of the Illuminati. Like exactly. that, that's what the tattoo gives off. Like exactly. I'm, I'm, I am confused as I've ever been, more confused than I've ever been about Aaron Rodgers. Don't Ex- know why he's doing a tattoo like that at this stage in his career. It, there's also what appears to be a fan of some sort on there. And I, the Constellation's good call. I thought they were molecular structures that he has on there. I tweeted out the picture. At Chris Carlin, if you have not seen it yet. But yes, and and by the way, 
if you're in the Illuminati, you don't go and announce that you're in the Illuminati by getting a tattoo. Fair? I don't, I don't know how the Illuminati works, Carla. You have more insight than I do. I, well, I have listen, no clue how the Illuminati it, works. Let's put it this way. <laughs> if you are in the Illuminati, I would think that you're probably keeping it secret that you're in the Illuminati, yet it would not surprise me to find out that Aaron Rodgers is in the Illuminati at all. I not- guess these are the, I guess these are the types of tattoos that you get when you go back to back MVPs and you get paid fifty million dollars a year, or when you're just stone cold nuts like Aaron Rodgers is. <laughs> uh, here he is yesterday on the Pat McAfee show, making sure that everybody knows that we just need to slow our roll a little bit when it comes to the Packers. Let's just everybody take a nice, deep, long breath and trust the training camp time that we have trust the coaching staff trust the relationships trust the guys in the room like alan lazar and randall cobb and sammy watkins to help these young guys out to help these young guys out the ones that you didn't show up at otas to work with christian watson and company you know it's amazing chris that it takes until after he gets the massive new contract that he is more than willing to come out and say, let's just everybody be patient. So give me my money, but don't expect us to win because that's that's really too unfair of you to expect that. Well, I don't know if he's saying all of that, Carlin. What I think he's alluding to is the fact that there's still a whole lot of time for them to to build chemistry and a rapport with the receiving core that's been revamped. And here's the other thing that we got to acknowledge, Carlin. He's playing in the NFC North. I mean, it's it's the Packers by a million in that division. Who's going to challenge them for the division crown? Who? Nobody. 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 So they've got the entirety of the regular season to work out whatever issues that they have with the newness that, that Aaron Rodgers is going to come into this season with, with his receiving core. So I, I'm not worried about the Green Bay Packers in the 2022 regular season, but with Aaron Rodgers, because he's being paid $50 million a year, because he's got back-to-back MVPs, how we judge him is going to be based on postseason performance. In the last few times we've seen him in the postseason, he hasn't been up to the task. He lost in back-to-back NFC Championship games, one on the road, one at home, and then he got bounced this past year in the divisional round against the San Francisco 49ers when the Packers had a bye. Mm-hmm. So it's a situation now where we're looking at Aaron Rodgers a little bit with the side eye because we're wondering if you're that good, why can't you get your team to the Super Bowl? We we see other quarterbacks do it. We've seen Tom Brady do it in year one with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We saw Matt Stafford do it in year one with the L.A. Rams. If Aaron Rodgers is that good and the Packers are routinely the number one seed in the conference, why can't you get that team to the Super Bowl? That's the question that everybody has to ask about Aaron Rodgers and the more times we see him on this stage come up short, the more we're leaning to, uh, maybe he's not as good as we once thought he was. Yeah, and there's only one number that matters to me for Aaron Rodgers anymore in terms of his statistics, his greatness, any of that. And that number is 12-10, and 10, his career postseason record, to your point. I don't care how many touchdowns he's thrown. I don't care how many yards he's thrown for. I don't care about any of it. He's a great quarterback, and we would all take him on our team tomorrow. But in terms of winning in the postseason, I honestly just look at Aaron Rodgers and say there are there are absolutely other quarterbacks I would rather have if I had to go win a playoff game. But, Carlin, when we start talking about the greatest quarterbacks of all time, 
from a talent standpoint, Aaron Rodgers should absolutely be in that conversation. Oh, absolutely. Okay, but the problem is he doesn't have the resume to go along with it. And I'm not talking about the MVPs. I'm talking about the Lombardi trophies, Carlin, because nobody has more of an impact on a team winning than the quarterback. That's how the game is set up. And the great quarterbacks, whether you want to run down the list, Joe Montana and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and John Elway, all of the great quarterbacks, they got multiple championships on their resume. They got multiple Super Bowl appearances on their resume. How many Super Bowls we seen Aaron Rodgers in? One. That's my point. Yep. Hey, bro, that was a long time ago. That was back in 2010. When the next time we going to see you on that stage? Because that's what everybody is waiting on. Mm-hmm. And that's why the Packers handed you all that money, and they deal with all of the sideshow that comes with you. By the way, I mean, you have to look at him and say, you know, other than the fact that he didn't, that Kyrie didn't play, Aaron Rodgers is the Kyrie of the NFL. I mean, it's pretty close, isn't it? Other the than Kyrie other, of the NFL, he kind of is. Huh. He so, kind I mean, of is. When we do the, our our next Kanye Kyrie. Do we have to we really should Aaron Rodgers? Yes, we really should make Dude, it. Who, who, who said, said, who said it? what? Kanye, who Kyrie, said? or Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one. That it, would be a good one. I mean, am I wrong? You know, I mean, it, it was. It, it, would Aaron Rodgers? Here, here's my question: Would Aaron Rodgers, if Green Bay had the vaccine mandate that New York did this past year, would Aaron Rodgers have gotten vaccinated? Ooh, that, I, I, I don't know about that one, big fella. I don't know about that one. There would be a Absolutely. lot of salty. There would be a lot of salty Packers fans if he didn't. But here's the thing: that's a hypothetical that we'll never know the answer to. But what's not a hypothetical is Aaron Rodgers and what we can expect for this upcoming season. It's nothing short of competing at a championship level. Absolutely, that's what it has to be. I mean, we're tired of your team averaging 13 wins every single – since Matt LaFleur has gotten there, you can pencil them in. The Green Bay Packers are going to have 13 wins. That's what they do in the regular season. They're going to have 13 wins, and they're going to be the number one seed in the conference. At some point, that's got to translate into your team having a, having a shot at getting to the Super Bowl. That's where we're waiting on. Now, the degree of difficulty just got harder for Rodgers because you're talking about the best wide receiver in the NFL deciding he no longer wanted to be in Green Bay. He didn't want to keep riding the Rodgers roller coaster, and he'd rather go play with Derek Carr out in Las Vegas. So that's an indictment on Aaron Rodgers' sports character and an indictment on how Rodgers has handled the last couple of years since the Packers drafted Jordan Love. So at some point, Aaron Rodgers is going to have to atone for all of this. He's going to have to overcome all of this and repay the Green Bay Packers in kind for all of this faith that they've put in him and sticking with him and allowing him to essentially take control of the franchise over the past year. Nuno as we welcome in the member of the hashtag crew with us today, and that's Nuno, because it's the summer of Bubba. Uh, Nuno, as you look at this tattoo, what do you think? I mean, what I really think, I can't say on air, but okay. uh, I think I wanted a party with him that night that he decided to get that tattoo. <laughs> that he came up with that design. Because, man, that, that must have been a good party. Yeah, I mean, Chris, I... There are still things that I didn't even see the first, second, and third times I looked at this thing. I, d- I don't know what to make of this at all. You're right. I'm more confused about him than ever. No doubt about it. Mm. So I don't, I don't know what, what we're supposed to make of this tattoo, but 
I, I know this, Aaron Rodgers, is, I mean, it's getting to the twilight of his career, Carlin. He's going to have to get back to a Super Bowl and win another Super Bowl for us to have him in that special room with the greatest quarterbacks of all time because right now he's on the outside looking in. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. You heard Chris mention before when we played Kyrie or Kanye last week. In just moments, we continue with our NFL two-a-days that will include the Houston Texans. And we will play a little game called Texan or Texan. That is on the way, and your calls on Baker Mayfield at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Is Baker Mayfield capable of saving his career and leading the Panthers to the playoffs? All of that on the table for you. It's Canty and Carlin, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny, the podcast. Tia Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. Let's hit the phones. 888-SAY-ESPN. Barney up first. This segment on ESPN Radio. Barney, what's up, buddy? Carlin, you were saying that Aaron Rodgers' playoff record was 12-10, and 10 and that's terrible, and blah, blah, blah. Well, Peyton Manning was 14-13 and 13 in the playoffs. How many Super Bowls did Peyton Manning go to? In the how, how many Super Bowls did Peyton Manning go to? Two or three. Four. How, and, and how many Four. did he win? Well, the, it's okay. So he won now, two. Uh, Thanks, Barney. Uh, Appreciate you checking in. <laughs> Sorry. Now, if I am going to be fair about it, he didn't win the last one because of no, how he, he won. No, he won. He won it, Carlin. He, he won, won it, it. He won but it wasn't Bowl. because he was great. It was because he was they had an outstanding. Defense. They had an outstanding yeah. defense. But he did make Ware it to Von four. Miller. Yeah, but he was the difference. Remember what the Denver Broncos were when they had Brock Osweiler at quarterback and that whole host of quarterback who was Brock Osweiler and Trevor Simeon at a time. Yep. None of that none of that stuff worked out for Denver. But they got Peyton Manning in there and all of a sudden you're talking about a team that went to what, two Super Bowls in a three year span? Yeah. So yeah, I would say that Peyton Manning was the difference in getting that team over the hump. Uh, listen, I, I'm just if you want to sit there and try to compare them to other guys, you can the biggest thing to me, he's only been to one. Yeah. He's won one, but he's only been to one, which, and it hasn't happened for 12 years. I mean, we've been in the middle of his prime for quite some time. Anthony is up next. He's been patient on ESPN Radio. Tony, what do you got, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? First of all, let me say absolutely brilliant with the Kyrie of Kanye. <laughs> that's, that's good stuff. We will um, throw Aaron Rodgers into the mix next is, time. <laughs> 
And we all, what I wanted to say is we also got to stop lowering the bar for Baker Mayfield. I heard Jeff Darlington come on air this morning and praise Baker for taking a pay cut when Baker was simply desperate for anybody to trade for him. He would have been an idiot to try to play hardball with them. Uh, you um, know what? I don't know if you could say – I don't know if you can knock the guy for knocking $3.5 million guaranteed off of his salary, Chris. That's hard to do. No, you can't, man. And here's the thing. Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield didn't have to do anything, and he was going to get the $19 million coming to him. Cleveland was just going to be on the hook for it. But Baker Mayfield wanted to go out there and play and prove himself this upcoming season. And in order to give him the best chance to do that – he needed to get with his new team sooner rather than later. And with teams reporting to training camp in a little over two weeks, it just made the most sense for Baker Mayfield to make that concession to give back some money so he may have a chance to get acclimated to his new surroundings and his new teammates. Previously on Greeny. How dare you, Jordan Renan? How dare you attack fireworks, which is a staple for the 4th of July? Colin, it's not a 4th of July unless you're watching the fireworks show. So for Jordan Renan to not be patriotic on Independence Day of this country, the birthday of this country, I just don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's an absolutely ridiculous take. Question of the week, clearly, why does Jordan Renan, ESPN, NFL, New York Giants reporter, hate America? That's what I took out of it. (laughs) With his tweet of hating fireworks earlier in the week, Weekly Rewind is brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. You know, just a, a brief aside, something that I saw over the weekend that I need explained to me, The allure of celebrities to have the white party, where everybody wears white, or rich people to have the white party. Have you ever attended, like, one of Diddy's white parties or a a white party among your uber-rich friends like yourself? No, I have not attended the white party, and I know what you're talking about because Michael Rubin had the white party out in the Hamptons this past weekend. I will say this, Colin, I felt like I missed out. Like with, with, with so you want to do that? that. You want to go the to the people white that party. were in attendance at the white party? I felt like I missed out on that one. Now listen, me wearing all white is probably a sight to behold because I'm <laughs> six eight, three hundred and forty pounds. So I mean, <laughs> that's a lot of white. That's a lot of fabric. But it seems like it would have been pretty cool to be at the all white party this weekend in the Hamptons, hosted by Michael Rubin. Just saying. See, here's the other problem for me wearing all white too. It's not flattering. It's not flattering in any way. White is problematic in that regard. The only thing that white does for me, Chris, in the summertime, if I wear a white shirt, it will hide the fact to a degree that I am sweating as much as I am. I don't know, big fella. I think you can pull off the all white. Like if you had you an all white linen walker suit, I I can see you doing that. Put some white Air Force Ones on. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I can see see you going with that look, big fella. I think you can pull it off. You need to give yourself a little more credit. You'd see me getting out of the car like Spice Adams, like like up into the air. (laughs) But it works for Spice Adams. I think it can work for you. Swag. I don't have any swag. You do have swag. It's a New Jersey type of swag, but it's there. 
There's not much swag in Jersey, and I love my home state. Don't get me wrong. Wow, take your shots at Jersey. No, they're catching some strays out here. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. This is Greeny. We are filling in for coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. In case you did not hear earlier today, Brittany Griner pleaded guilty to bringing hashish oil into Russia Thursday. She told a judge that she had done so inadvertently while asking the court for mercy. Now, this was done, according to sources, this from our T.J. Quinn, according to sources, the guilty plea was a strategy to help facilitate a prisoner swap that could bring her home, and it also was recognition that there was no way she was going to be acquitted uh, of this, and it is not expected to end the trial anytime soon. This could continue uh, the trial, believe it or not, to go on for weeks or months. So that is the very latest when it comes to Brittany Griner. This is ESPN Radio's NFL Two-A-Days, the Houston Texans. If you're the Houston Texans, how are you complicit in this, allegedly, when it comes to Deshaun Watson, that you allowed this to go on with 66 women in a 17-month period? People want their NFL on Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays. They don't want real life getting in the way of the National Football League, but that doesn't mean you're blind to what potentially went on with a dude that many people thought could be one of your faces of the league at that position when it comes to Sean watching the quarterback. They feel Davis Mills is the quarterback moving forward the way Davis Mills progressed, how highly rated he was coming out of high school, put up some great numbers. He was the second-best rookie quarterback in the NFL. They are moving forward with Davis Mills. Ah, I guess the Houston Texans are technically part of the NFL, Chris. <laughs> the way things are. I, I mean, it, it, I hate to put it this way, but the way that the organization is run, it almost feels like one of the questions is going to be is how long before they make Josh McCown the head coach because that's what they wanted to do, but they didn't do it this past year. They and we know him- why they didn't do it, Carlin. Yes. Because there was so much pressure on the National Football League with what had happened in the coaching hiring cycle and Brian Flores deciding that he was going to file a discrimination suit against the NFL. That's why the Houston Texans couldn't go out and hire Josh McCown to be their head coach when he doesn't have any head coach, any coaching, any experience, coaching experience, any coaching experience, period, in the National Football League. It's, it's, it's unfathomable with the Texans that you could actually expect anything resembling a functional organization the way things have worked out. So, Chris, I, I thought this morning uh, that instead of you know, talking about the Texans and their possibilities for five minutes, six minutes or so, and what could happen this year, we would instead just have a little fun with it like we did last week with Kyrie and Kanye. So this time, as you hear our game show music, we're going to play a little game called Texan or Texan. Are they a member of the Houston Texans or... Are they a notable person from the state of Texas? I like it. I like it, big fella. I like it. This is not going to be as easy as you might think it's going to be. Are you ready? I am ready. Are they a Houston Texan or are they from the state of Texas? The name is Mason Shrek. Mason Shrek. Mason Shrek. Is Mason Shrek a Houston Texan? Or from the state of Texas. I'm going to say Mason Shrek is a Houston Texan. 
because I don't know the name. Mason Shrek is a reserve tight end for the Houston Texans. All right, here we go. One, one for, for one. one. Let's do it. Michael Nesmith. Houston Texans. Michael Nesmith was in the famous band The Monkees. The Monkees. Never heard of him. Exactly. Johnny Copeland. Johnny Copeland. Ooh, I am going to say Johnny Copeland is a famous Texan. A singer and guitarist from Houston, yes. There we go. Paul Questenberry. Oh, Texan. Houston Texan. Correct. He is a fullback. Jerry Hall. Jerry Hall. Ooh. I'm going to say he is a famous Texan. It is correct. It is a she who was once married to uh, Mick Jagger, in fact. Okay. All right. There we go. Randall Cobb. Oh, he was Houston Texan. Incorrect. He is not on the Houston Texans anymore. Randall Tex Cobb was a boxer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> See, that's a, trick. that's a trick question because Randall Cobb once upon a time was on the Houston Texans. Yes, so, once upon a time he was, but he's ter- not a, a current person. member you're of the Houston Texans. Person. You're a terrible person for setting up that trick question. Well, All right, listen, he is not a current I, I feel Texan. like I should get partial credit for that one because he was a Houston Texan at one point. I don't think so. Whatever. Michael Dwumfor. Michael what? Michael Dwumfor. Michael Dwumfor? It has to be a Houston Texan. That's correct. Former yeah. Rutgers defensive lineman yeah. Michael Dwumfor. Okay. Look at you always finding a way to work somebody in from the Scarlet Knights. Michael Dorn. Cousin of Roger Dorn? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say he's a famous, he's a famous Texan. He was a, apparently a cast member on Star Trek. Yes. So there you go. We got three more. You ready? Let's do it. Kendall Sheffield. Kendall Sheffield. This is a good one. Kendall Sheffield. I'm going to say I'm going to say a Houston Texan. Yes, he is a cornerback for the Houston Texans. Okay, there we go. Robert Foxworth. Robert Foxworth. Oh, no, that, that doesn't sound like a Houston Texan. That sounds like a regular Texan. Correct. Robert Foxworth was an actor and was married to Elizabeth Montgomery from Bewitched fame, also before your time. Okay. Really timely stuff. Last one. Perry Gilpin. What? Perry Gilpin. Perry Gilpin. Can I get a spelling, please? Can you use it in a sentence? Perry Perry. Gilpin is a human being Okay I'm gonna go with a famous Texan That is correct Perry Gilpin played Roz on Frazier As opposed to being a defensive back for the Texans I'm pretty good at that game, Carly It's not bad It's not bad I, I don't know, did I make it too easy? No, you didn't make it too easy, especially with the trick Randall Cobb question. No, you didn't make it too easy. Let's not do that. It's, I mean, you, you picked all backups on the Texans roster. It's not like there's anybody that's in the starting But you lineup. know what? To be fair, I picked, I picked backups I picked because you, I can't pick somebody that I know you're going to know. Okay. But I also pick guys that there's a good chance they're going to be on the roster. It's not just the 90-man roster. There's a good chance that Mason Shrek is going to make the team. All right, well, maybe not Mason. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, I I had to pick his name because it was more uh, confusing than Pharaoh Brown or one of the other reserve tight ends. Oh, yeah, I would have got Pharaoh Brown. Exactly. So I have to to make it somewhat difficult. 
Gotcha. Uh, Nuno, it was really your brainchild, Texan or Texan, your thoughts. Did that work out? I do. I do think you went a little a little too far with the Randall Cobb one. I thought like, that was brilliant like, on my part. That was a little devious, and I I appreciate it. For slightly unfair. You appreciate it? Come on, I, mean, I appreciate his thinking of like I'm gonna get you right. Like <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna get you because you're gonna think it's very easy. But at the same time, maybe a little far out there. It is. Listen, Randall Tex Cobb is a famous fighter. He is a famous boxer. So, yes, there's another Randall Cobb. And remember, the other one, Aaron Rodgers demanded that they go and trade for, even though he didn't have a whole lot left. So there you go. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. The news of yesterday, Baker Mayfield finally getting traded to the Carolina Panthers. And, of course, the Browns were going to have to take it on the chin when they are taking some of his money. He, they will be paying $10 million, $10.3 million of his money. The Panthers will end up paying him a little bit less than $5 million. And Baker, for his part, took a $3.5 million pay cut, guaranteed money, to get the deal done. Now, the real question about Baker Mayfield is, can he actually salvage his career at this point? We have a chance to get a couple of more of your calls in at 888-SAY-ESPN on this topic, 888-729-3776. And could he actually lead the Panthers to good things? Chris, Baker Mayfield's going to be in the discussion at the end of this coming year for Comeback Player of the Year. I really believe that. Mm. And, and so as Baker Mayfield goes, really, it's more incumbent on Christian McCaffrey staying healthy for Baker Mayfield to be in that discussion. I'm looking for Mayfield. I don't expect him to be a 40-touchdown guy. That's not realistic. But if everything, everything broke right, and it's asking a lot, if everything broke right, I don't think it's nuts to say he's capable of throwing for 4,000 yards. He's been close before in his career. He's thrown for 3,800. And I don't think it's crazy to say that he could throw for close to 30 touchdowns and 10 or less interceptions, especially if he's got McCaffrey on shuffle passes and on, on screens and such. I don't think these are numbers that are outlandish for a guy of his talent at this point. No, they're not numbers that are outlandish, but they would still require him doing something that we've never seen from him in his four years in the National Football League, and he's going to have to do it with a lesser supporting cast in terms of overall talent. That's the part where I have some reservations. Now, do I think Baker Mayfield can be a leader down there in Carolina? Sure. Do I think he can be a catalyst to kind of get that culture headed in the right direction, especially on the offensive side of the ball? Absolutely. Do I think he's an upgrade from Sam Donald? You can go ahead and check that box too. But Carlin, all of those things being said, that still doesn't lead me to believe that it's a slam dunk for Baker Mayfield to be able to do enough this season that will give him an opportunity to be the incumbent starter going into 2023 with the Panthers. I just don't see that. Can he change a lot of the conversation around his career with solid play? Sure, because a lot of people have this perception about Baker as him being a selfish guy, a me guy, and it's about him more so than it's about the team. And what leads me to believe that? What Kevin Stefanski said at the end of the season about Baker not keeping stuff in-house and the rift that he had with with his quarterback, the public spat with OBJ that led to the team moving on from him, what Jarvis Landry said about Baker Mayfield and not wanting to play with him anymore. All of those things 
let me know that there were some relationships that were fractured in that Browns locker room, and Baker Mayfield was at least in part to blame for that. So that's a part of Baker's perception that he can get cleaned up with the Carolina Panthers. And I think he's on a, on a, on a great start with what he's doing in terms of giving back some money to speed up the process and have an opportunity to get the training camp with his new team. So we'll see how the rest of it goes. But, Carlin, I am not as optimistic as you are about Baker Mayfield's performance leading to him being the long-term starter down there in Carolina or anywhere else around the National Football League in the future. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. David is up next on ESPN Radio on the phone lines. David, what do you think about Baker? Hey, guys. Um, I, I think it's a decent move, but I, I do want to ask about and not forget about the, the, the role that Matt Rule is going to have to play in this because we know Baker. We know he's, he's a little, you know, we talked about his maturity. We talked about the relationships, like uh, Chris just said, w- within the locker room, uh, like Kenny just said. So uh, is Matt Rule that type of coach that can – can can structure Baker, keep him focused, uh, keep him, you know, uh, his head in the game. Uh, is is that Carolina has that type of environment? Um, we saw what happened in Cleveland. We saw where it kind of, I don't want to say just a free for all, but I mean, it, you know, you're not. You look at the systems that Belichick put in place and Mike Tomlin put in place, where everything's structured. Everybody's on the same page. Everybody know where everybody's going. We don't play none of that. Is that going to be the case in Carolina? I think if it is, that can help Baker stay focused, stay within the game, uh, accomplish some things he want to accomplish. But I think Matt Rule and that coaching staff is going to play a key part in Look, how good I, Baker. I, Chris, I have always been a Matt Rule guy, I, I, and I know it hasn't worked out the first couple of years. I do think he's capable of having a very positive effect on Mayfield at this point. Well, he better. Otherwise, it's not just going to be Baker Mayfield out of a starting job. It's going to be Matt Rule out of the NFL. And, and we spoke to some people in the know down in Carolina earlier in the show, and, and they seem to believe that the seat is not as warm for Matt Rule coming into 2022. I completely disagree with that. Matt Rule has to show and prove. Based on the contract that the Panthers gave him, seven years, $62 million, he's got to have a lot more wins to show for David Tepper in terms of getting the return on investment. So – yeah, I, I think that Baker Mayfield and Matt Rule are going to be hand-in-hand, hand, and as goes one, as goes the other. So I, I just think mm. this is a huge year for both the quarterback and the head coach down in Carolina. If you get the best version of Baker Mayfield, then you're probably talking about the two of them being able to run it back in 2023. If you're dealing with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing, free battery charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not, or if you're in need of a fresh charge. And if you do happen to need a replacement battery, they can help with that too. They've got reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99, and they're the only place you can find proven tough Duralast batteries. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution and America's number one battery destination. Baker Mayfield is fascinating, going to be a huge story throughout this season.
Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.